What's going on, everybody? We are live on Scream Time Horror yep. Podcast Facebook. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this is Bundy Sunday. Yeah, Bundy Sunday. <laughs> and we're not talking about buns. Nope. Nope. Um, uh, we are talking about one of the biggest, well, mm-hmm. one of the biggest, uh, prolific serial killers, yep. uh, and that being Mr. Ted Bundy on yep. this yep. Nightfall yeah, Serial Killer. Yeah. yeah. On this Nightfall Serial Killer Chronicles edition yep. live stream. Yeah. Um, this will be later put up on Facebook and our podcasting formats, which mm-hmm. I need to give them a shout out. We've got... Yep. Anchor Podcast, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, yeah. and many others. And the Paw Tree, Jade and Pear, Pear Tree. Yeah. Mm. All right, bud. So, as usual, how's it going, Eddie? Uh, I'm doing well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to like, finish the pints in on the kitchen. <laughs> I know. That's, that's always a, mm-hmm. a hassle. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't have any trouble. I normally do it for a living. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so we're gonna jump. Uh <clears throat> let's let's dive in. Yeah, yeah, diving at the deep end. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Right. November the seventh, nineteen seventy-four. Carol de Ranch. Mm. De Ranch. Durant. Yeah, she was in a Utah shopping mall when she was approached by Bundy. They told her that someone had been trying to break into her automobile. She thought she was a police officer, and Bundy later showed her a badge. Yeah, he asked her to accompany him to the car to see if anything was missing. And upon reaching the car, the girl looked in and determined nothing was missing. He eventually asked if she could go to the station to make a complaint. Yeah. Bundy drove her, drove her in his Volkswagen and pulled over on the way and forcibly placed a pair of handcuffs on her wrists. She screamed and fought her way out of the vehicle and eventually got away. Nine months later, Ted Bundy was arrested, fleeing police, and handcuffs were found in his car. Bundy was convicted of aggravated kidnapping after waiving a jury trial and received a one to fifteen year sentence. He escaped whilst in custody, <clears throat> but was recaptured six days later. He escaped a second time and fled to Tallahassee, Florida, staying at a rooming house near the Florida State University campus. During the early hours, <clears throat> Of Sunday, January the 15th, 78, Bundy mm-hmm. entered the She Omega sorority house and brutally attacked four women that were living there. Margaret Bowman and Lisa Levy were killed, and Kathy Kleiner and Karen Chandler sustained serious injuries. And within approximately an hour of the attacks in the She Omega house, Bundy entered another house nearby. <clears throat> and attacked a woman residing there, Cheryl Thomas. All five women were university students. All were bludgeoned repeatedly with a blunt weapon. Bundy was ID'd by a resident returning home to the sorority house. Just as he was leaving with a club in his hand, Lisa Levy and Margaret Bowman 
We killed by strangulation. After receiving severe beatings with the length of a tree branch used as a club. Margaret Bowman's skull was crushed and literally laid open. <clears throat> the attacker also beat Lee Salovey with sufficient intensity to be ID'd as German bite marks. He was arrested a month later in Pensacola. The critical importance was the testimony of two forensic dental experts who testified concerning analysis of the bite mark left on the body of Lisa Levy. The experts both expressed to the jury their opinion that the indentations on the body were left by the unique teeth of Bundy. Bundy was found guilty of two counts of first-degree murder, three counts of attempted first-degree, and two counts of burglary. Mm -hmm. For the two crimes of first-degree murder, the trial judge imposed sentences of death. Yeah. Not a... February the 9th, 78, Kimberly Leach, age 12, was reported missing from her junior high school in Lake City, Florida. Mm -hmm. Two months later, after a large-scale search, the Leach girl's partially decomposed body was located in a wooded area near the Suwannee River. Yep, Suwannee there, River. Yeah, there was semen stains in the crotch of her panties found near the body. Two Lake City Holiday Inn employees and the handwriting experts established that Bundy had registered at the Lake City Holiday Inn in the day before her disappearance under another name. The school crossing guard at the junior high school ID'd Bundy as leading the young girl to a van on the morning of the disappearance. Bundy was again convicted of murder and sentenced to death the death sentence to be carried out a decade later yeah yep yeah i mean you, you gotta think i mean mm. bundy he was a very smart very very smart yeah. individual yeah because it, it's it's just not mm -hmm. he was you know the law student but he changed his appearance so mm -hmm. much one yeah. point he had that long hair clean shaven mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, then he had like a Greg Brady kind of yeah. poof hairdo, clean yeah. shaven once again, and he mm -hmm. shortened it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he had different mm -hmm. means and you know mm -hmm. of ways yeah. to kill these people. Yeah, yeah the toe thing. <clears throat> yeah. That's uh mentioned in the uh, Hannibal Lecter film. Uh, yeah. Oh, what's it called? Red Dragon. Red Dragon, yeah, the toe. Yeah. Mm. That that was mentioned in Red Dragon. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, I think yeah, that's one thing that mm. you can say that was inspired mm -hmm. by Bundy. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I mean, you got to think he was very sly. He mm -hmm. knew what he was doing. Yeah. He lured people. Yeah. He manipulated them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And. You know, yeah. his appearance always changed. He was ahead, mm -hmm. one step ahead of yeah. the law. Yeah. 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 And according to this, he had quite an, um, quite a list of people that, that he, uh, killed. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, according yeah. to what mm -hmm. I've seen, a uh, total number mm -hmm. will never be known, yeah, but yeah. at least yeah. 30. Yeah. 
and yeah. as of yeah. many as a hundred. Yeah. yeah. In Washington State. Yeah. Uh, you had Lonnie Trumbull, Seattle in 66. Kathy Devine, Seattle, 73. Linda Ann Hoyland, the University of Washington, 74. Donna Manson, the Evergreen St. College Olympia in 74. Susan Rancor, again, Central Washington St. College <clears throat> Ellensburg in 74. Yep. Brenda Baker, Brenda Ball, George Ann Hawkins, again, so those are all in 74. Yeah, Janice, Janice Ott. Like Samamam, Samamish, Samamath, yes, yeah, Site Park in 74, yes, Dennis Nasland, again, the same place, 74, Kathy Parks, uh, Oregon, 74, Utah, there was one, two, three, four, four, six, seven victims in Utah alone, stretching from October 74 to. Possibly February 76. Yeah. yeah. And you, you got to think, Bundy had his means as far mm -hmm. as luring yeah. these young women. Yeah. Um, yeah. He yeah. acted like a college yeah. student. Yeah. Which. Yeah. In uh, Silence of the Lambs, you saw uh, Buffalo Bill. Mm -hmm. yeah. With the, uh, the plaster cast on his yes, bright, the, yeah, the wrist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was Ted Bundy. Yeah. That was all Ted Bundy. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. luring these yeah. females, yeah. these yeah. women in. Can you help me with this couch? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. he, he broke his arm and he yeah. couldn't get the couch no, in the van. Been, yeah, there was no way. It was all doof. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> that was mm -hmm. not saying smart on his end because yeah. nothing he did was smart. No. Let's just say that because no. you know we don't condone that sort of behavior. No, we not. we talk about these serial killers, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. just to yeah. for an educational yeah. Uh, purposes. Yeah. yeah. The thing about it is, he mm -hmm. was an he acted like that all American boy. He had that yeah. that look. He was in the, he was in the Young Boy Scouts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. He learned a lot of stuff. Yeah. But I think it's really that law degree yeah. where he kind of excelled and yeah. saying, hey, I can get one up on everybody in the yeah. in, because I'm also going to um, be the yeah. defense at my trial mm -hmm. when I get arrested. Mm -hmm. But he was so mm -hmm. cocky about yeah, that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, Childhood as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. He was born at the Elizabeth Lund home for unwed mothers in Burlington, Vermont, to yes. Eleanor Louise Cowell. Wonder if she's related to Simon, the record producer. <clears throat> mm, probably not. Probably not. Mm. I, I doubt yeah. it. You know, Simon mm. Cowell is. Mm. Uh, let's just not go there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. While the idea of his father remains a mystery, mm -hmm. Bundy's birth certificate lists a Lloyd Marshall, born 1916, although Bundy's mother would later tell him being seduced by a war veteran named Jack Worthington. 
Bond at Ted's family did not believe this story, however, and expressed suspicion about Louise's violent, abusive father, Samuel Carroll. Yeah, which is to avoid the social stigma. Yeah. Bundy's maternal grandparents, Samuel and Eleanor Carroll, claimed him as their son, taking their last name. No, sorry, taking their last name, he became Theodore Robert Carroll. He grew up believing that his mother was his older sister. He's, Ted's uh, Bundy's biographer, Stephen Michaud and Hugh Ainsworth, wrote that he learnt Louise was actually his mother while he was in high school. True crime writer Anne Roll, who knew Bundy personally, states that it was around 1969, shortly, shortly following a traumatic breakup with his college girlfriend. And for the first few years of his life, Bundy and his mother lived in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. In 1950, Bundy and his mother who he still believed was his sister, moved to live with the relatives in Tacoma, Washington. Tell Louise Carroll had her son's surname changed from Carroll to Nelson. Oh. It, yeah. And in 51, one year after their move, Louise Carroll met Johnny Culpepper Bundy at an adult singles night held at Tacoma's first Methodist church. And in May of that year, the couple were married. And soon after... Johnny Bundy adopted Ted, legally changing his last name to Bundy. <clears throat> yeah, and Johnny and Louise Bundy, they had more children, and the yep. young Bundy spent much of his time babysitting. Johnny Bundy tried to include his stepson in camping trips and other father-son activity, but the boy remained emotionally detached from his stepfather. Yep. Yeah. Bundy was a good student at Woodrow Wilson High School in Tacoma and was active in the local Methodist church, serving as both vice president of the Methodist Youth Fellowship. He was involved with a local troop of the Boy Scouts of America. But socially, he remained shy and introverted throughout his high school and early college years. He would mm -hmm. say later that he had hit a wall in high school and yep. he was unable to understand social behaviour, stunting his social development. He maintained a facade of social activity, but he had no natural sense of how to get along with other people, saying, I don't know what made things tick. I don't know what made people want to be friends. I didn't know what made people attractive to one another. I didn't know what underlies social interactions. Years later, while he was on the Florida's death row, Bundy would describe a part of himself that from a young age was fascinated by images of sex and violence. And in early prison interviews, Bundy called this part of himself the entity. And while he was still in his teens, Bundy would look through libraries for detective magazines and books on crime, focusing on sources that described sexual violence and featured pictures of dead bodies, violent sexuality. But before he was even out of high school, Bundy was a compulsive thief, a shoplifter, and on his way to becoming an amateur criminal. Yep. To support his love of skiing, Bundy stole skis and equipment and forged ski lift tickets. He was arrested twice as a juvenile. 
although those records were later expunged. Mm. Mm. Well, I mean, you know, you got to think, okay, so he's reading the detective magazines. Yeah. Uh, he's looking for books on crime. Yeah. And through, yep. throughout his youth, he was pretty much, you know, kind of that shy, quiet type. Yeah. But he mm. committed crimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but there, there's there's one similarity that I'm sitting here seeing. It's that detective, the detective magazine, mm-hmm. the the BTK killer, yeah. did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. it was all yeah. about that torture. Yeah, I found that game. If I remember right, I used to read detective magazines. Yeah. So the, mm-hmm. now everything comes in a way full circle. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm from the killers of the past yeah. uh in a way because called them up well geez bud yeah yeah if it's the boxer it would have been called gaseous clock <laughs> yeah. 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 now <laughs> now in the, in my book here mm-hmm. and i'm gonna show you this is the book i currently have um it shows pictures Mm-hmm. of um yeah. bundy and his several different looks yeah like i'd yeah. say he would either yeah. be a bearded gentleman or half a beard yeah he's more than likely he's just changing his appearance so yeah the sketch never matched him no yeah. and, and nobody figured out what yeah. type of car i mean he drove except yeah. for when it literally came yeah, public yeah. yeah he drove a very dope didn't it? Yeah, Joe, the Volkswagen yeah, yeah. Beetle. Yeah, the Beetle. It was, uh, yeah, I think it was yellow in color, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. there again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I find it odd if he's posing as a police officer. Yeah. And he drives up in a Volkswagen mm-hmm. Beetle. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Even in that decade, mm. cops didn't drive a Volkswagen Beetle. No. Especially mm. Bumblebee Yellow. Almost yeah. said orange. But yeah. Bumblebee Yellow. Yeah. And yeah, I think that was the standard color back in them days. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I mean that, that no, orange. Orange. Yeah. I, I see it was it was thrown around that Bundy had mm. more than one Volkswagen. Yeah. yeah. It was either yeah. yellow or like a burnt orange. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they've always mm-hmm. put in that, hey, it's a yellow VW mm-hmm. bug. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Richard Ramirez mm-hmm. drove yeah, a yellow yeah, yeah. car. Yeah. The North Stalker. What, mm-hmm. what is it about a single color? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That they, yeah. you know, it's weird. Yeah, you'd think not a serial killer would choose red. <clears throat> choose red or something dark mm. so they won't yeah. be seen. Yeah. I mean, because mm. those yeah. late those early model Volkswagens yeah. were a pain in the butt and yeah. you yeah. can hear them going down the road. Yeah. 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 That's why people I can know the tone of that engine. Mm. Well, they were doom buggies. That's basically yeah. what they are. Yeah, they were invented in a Nazi Germany. Yeah. Well, 
Well, let's just say enough said on that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can tell yeah. why. Yeah. It's a sweet car anyway. Not surfers like them. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they're small. They're compact. They're not fat friendly. I can tell you that one. I've been in a Volkswagen bug and they're not yeah. hefty mm-hmm. people friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> not enough. Not yeah. enough room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right, we get onto the murders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one knows where and when Bundy became killing. Many of the experts, including Roll and former King County detective Robert Keppel, the believe Bundy may have started killing as far back as his early teens. Anne Marie Burr, an eight-year-old girl from Tacoma, vanished from from her home in 1961 when Bundy was 14 years old. Though Bundy was always denied killing her. The day before his execution, he told his lawyer that he made his first attempt to kidnap a woman in 69 and implied that he <clears throat> committed his first actual murder sometime in 72. Yep. At one point in his death row confessions with Keppel, Bundy said he committed his first murder in 72. And in 73, one of Bundy's Republican Party friends saw a pair of handcuffs in the back of Bundy's Volkswagen. And he was, for many years, a suspect in the December 73 murder of Kathy Devine in Washington State. Yes. But DNA, DNA analysis <clears throat> led to another man's arrest and conviction for that crime in 2002. Bundy's earliest known ID murders were committed in 74 when he was 27. Shortly after midnight on January the 4th, 74, Bundy entered the basement of 18-year-old jo- Joni Lenz pseudonym. She was a dancer and a student at UW. Bundy bludgeoned her with a metal rod from her bed frame while she slept and sexually assaulted her with a speculum. Yeah. yeah. I think a speculum is one of them things that is on the... Lady parts, <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, it mm. okay. could have been. I mean, I I don't know exactly yeah. what. Sounds like a surgical tool. <laughs> it has to have been. I mean, mm. he can get. I mean, if he was going, I would suppose he was going to college in the earlier mm. years yeah. that he committed yeah. that crime. Yeah. So yeah, he, he would be it. privy to a lot yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, he rubbed it out the science lab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Lens was found the next morning by her roommates in a coma, lying in a pool of her own blood. <clears throat> she survived the attacks, but she suffered permanent brain damage. And his next victim is Linda Ann Healy, another UW student and his cousin's roommate. Mm-hmm. In the early hours of February the 1st, 74, Bundy broke into Holy's room. He knocked her unconscious, dressed her in jeans and a shirt, wrapped her in a bed shirt and carried her out. Co-eds began disappearing at a rate of roughly one a month. Dang. Yeah. On March the 1274 in Olympia, Bundy kidnapped and murdered Donna Gail Manson, a 19-year-old student at the Evergreen State College. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to think. I'm sure Scooby Doo and the gang did not investigate these murders. 
he wasn't Mr. Johnson in a mush. Zoink, Scoob. Reggie? I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't, mm. but you know, mm. yeah, the heinousness. Mm. You know, I've seen the movies. Of course, there mm. are yeah. movies depicted on Bundy. Yeah, um, yeah. and I mean he he killed with so much rage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. you know, later after his death, yeah. they actually did scientific studies on his brain. Yeah, they took his computer, <laughs> and it. Okay, yeah, you can be wired to kill. I understand when it, uh, yeah. Yeah. the yeah. it shows something within your brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for crying out loud, it's a brain. What are you going to find? A sign yeah. in there that says, "Hey, mm-hmm. I did it." Yeah, exactly. I'm a killer. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Right then. <clears throat> On April the uh, 17th, 74, Susan Rancor, she disappeared from the campus of Central Washington State College in Ellensburg. Later, two different CWSC co-eds would recount meeting a man with, with his arm in a cast. One that night and one three nights earlier, who asked for their help to carry a load of box to his Volkswagen beetle. Hmm. Yeah. And then there was Kathy Parks, last seen on the campus of Oregon State Uni in Corvallis, Oregon, yeah, May 674. Brenda Ball was never seen again after leaving the Flame Tavern in Burien on June the 1st, 74. Bundy then murdered George Ann Hawkins, a student at UW and a member of Kappa Alpha Theta, an on-campus sorority. In the early morning hours of June the 11th, 1974, she walked through an alley from her boyfriend's dormitory residence to her sorority house. She was never seen again. Witnesses later reported seeing a man with a leg cast struggling to carry her, a briefcase in the area that night. One co-ed reported that the man had asked for her help in carrying the briefcase to his car, a boat. And his killing spray culminated on July the 14th, 74, with the daylight abduction of Janice Ott and Denise Nasland from Lake Sammamish State Park in Issaquah. That day, eight different people told the police about the handsome young man with his left arm in a sling who called himself Ted. Five of them were women whom Ted asked for help unloading a sailboat from his boat up. One of them went with Ted as far as his car, where there was no sailboat, before declining to accompany him any further. Yeah. Tongue-tawed. Uh, that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three more witnesses testified as to seeing him approach us with the story about the sailboat. To seeing her walk away from the beach in his company. Yeah. She was never seen alive again. Naslin disappeared without trace four hours later. King County detectives now had his description, both of the suspect and his car. 
Some witnesses told investigators that the Ted they encountered spoke with a clipped British-like accent. Soon, the flyers were put up all over the Seattle area. And after seeing the police sketch and description of the late Sammamish suspects in both of the local newspapers and on TV news reports, Bondi's girlfriend, one of his psychology professors at UW, and former co-worker Anne Rule, all reported him as a possible suspect. The police received up to 200 tips per day. They did not pay any special attention to a tip about a clean-cut law student. The fragmented remains of Arthur Nasland were discovered on September the 7th, 74, off Interstate 90, near Issaquah, one mile from the park. Found along with the women's remains was an extra femur and a vertebra, which Bundy would ID as that of George Ann. Hawking shortly before his execution. And between March and March, no, sorry, between March the 1st and March the 3rd, 75, the skulls and jawbones of Healy, Rancor, Parks and Ball were found on Taylor Mountain, just east of Issaquah. And years later, Bundy claimed that he had also dumped Donna Manson's body there, but no trace was ever found. Mm. I mean, you, you see here, I mean, mm. Bundy's victims. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. It's heinous. Yeah. I don't want to show any of the. Yeah, it's not Buffalo, but any. He, he scoped to me. Yeah. He uh, basically be stalking today, wouldn't it? Yep, it yeah. would be considered well stalking. Yeah, stalking. Uh, stalking his victims. He chose them. Yeah, decided when to uh, yeah go for the pros. Yes, mm. I mean I don't. Yeah. I particularly don't want to show any of the uh, mm -hmm. crime scene photos. There are mm. photos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, out there. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, like I said, uh, or like Eddie said, you know, there were yep. uh, things shown yep. all over mm -hmm. uh, uh, missing missing people and yep. these, the, these women, um, especially. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. That's the thing. Uh, let's see if I can yep. pull it up here. Yeah. Uh, would have been if I can get it up. Yeah. There we go. It'd have been something like that. Yeah. Missing. Yeah. Missing persons, yeah. you know, homicide. Yeah. The only trouble is they gave them out on the streets to people and the basically just tossed them in the garbage. Yeah. I mean, that's how anybody treats anything nowadays. I mean, yeah. now as far as missing mm -hmm. person is concerned, it's yeah. it's all over, whether it be the media or yeah, uh, bulletin boards. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you seen this person? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was technically it would have been a lot easier today because you got the interweb, didn't you? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Now, this is. Yeah. Uh, it was never. See, it's never seen. Yeah. Shot of a, uh, a skull. Yeah. 
yeah. uh, being supposedly supposed to be one of the remains of Bundy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I can get it to yeah. pull up here, um, there are tons of mm-hmm. heinous, yeah. more evidence mm-hmm. related photos. I yep. don't know if I want to, um, yeah, yeah, show. I mean, everybody has seen the case mm-hmm. when it comes yeah. to so just so, <clears throat> so graphic, yes, mm-hmm. um. Yeah. But let's see. Mm-hmm. I can get that going here. Yeah. Go ahead, man. Don't let me stop yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. We'll carry on. All right. <clears throat> well, you now get to uh, Utah and Colorado. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, awesome. In the autumn, Bundy began attending the University of Utah Law School in Salt Lake City, where we resumed killing in October. Nancy Wilcox disappeared from Holiday, Utah, on October the 2nd, 74. Wilcox was last seen riding in the Volkswagen Beetle. On October the 18th, 74, Bundy murdered Melissa Smith the 17-year-old daughter of Midvale Police Chief Louis Smith. Bundy raped, sodomised and strangled her. Her body was found nine days later. Next was Laura Amy, also 17, who disappeared when she left a Halloween party in Lehigh, Utah on October the 31st, 74. Yeah. Yeah. A naked, beaten and strangled corpse was found nearly a month later by hikers on Thanksgiving Day on the banks of a river in American Fort Canyon. And in Murray, Utah, on November the 8th, 74, Carol DeRanche narrowly escapes with her life and claiming to be an officer, Roseland, sorry, claiming to be Officer Roseland of the Murray PD. Bundy approached her at the fashion place mall, told her someone had tried to break into her car and asked her to accompany him to the mm-hmm. police station. She got in his car, but refused his instructions to buckle her seatbelt and drove for a short period before Bundy suddenly pulled to the shoulder, shoulder and attempted to slap a pair of handcuffs on her. And in the struggle, he fastened both loops to the same wrist Bundy ripped out his crowbar, but the ranch caught it in the air just before it would have cracked her skull. Yes. She then got the door open and tumbled out onto the highway, thus escaping her would-be killer. About an hour later, a strange man showed up at Viewmont High School in Bountiful, Utah, where the drama club was putting on a play. He approached the drama teacher and then a student, asking both to come out to the parking lot to ID a car. They both declined. The drama teacher saw him again shortly before the end of the play, this time breathing hard with his hair messed and his shirt untucked. Another student saw the man lurking in the rear of the auditorium. Debbie Kent, a 17-year-old Viewmont High student, left the play at the intermission to go out and pick up her brother but was never seen again. 
Later, the investigators found a small key in a parking lot outside Viermont High. <clears throat> He'd unlocked the handcuffs taken off Carol the Ranch. And in 75, <clears throat> while still attending law school at the University of Utah, he shifted his crimes to Colorado. On January the 12th, 75, Karen Campbell disappeared from her wild wood in at Snowmass, Colorado where she'd been vacationing with her fiancé and, and his children. She vanished somewhere in a span of 50 feet between the elevator doors and her room. The body was found in February the 17th, 75. Next, the Vail ski instructor, Julie Cunningham, disappeared on March the 15th, 75, and Denise Oliverson in Grand Junction, on April the 6th, 75, while in prison, Bondi confessed to Colorado investigators that he used crutches to approach Cunningham after asking her to help him carry some ski boots to his car. At the car, Bondi clubbed her with his crowbar and immobilised her with handcuffs, later strangling her in a crime highly similar to the Hawkins murder. Nanette Culver went missing in Potokello, Idaho on May the 6th, 75, from the grounds of her junior high school. And after his return to Utah, Susan Curtis vanished on June the 28th, 75. Bundy confessed, confessed to the Curtis murder minutes before his execution. And the bodies of Cunningham, Culver, Curtis, and Oliver, Oliver son has never been recovered. No. no. And meanwhile, back in Washington, the investigators were attempting to prioritise their enormous list of suspects. They used computers to cross-check different likely lists of suspects, classmates of Linda Hurley, owners of Volkswagens, etc., against each other. And then ID suspects had turned up on more than one list. Theodore Robert Bundy was one of 25 people who turned up on four separate lists. And his case file was second on the to be investigated file when the call came from Utah over the rest. Mm. Yeah. Just showing some people some some of this stuff uh, you yeah. can find. Um, uh, press clippings and uh, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Now, this one is a... Mm -hmm. uh, all the victims. Yeah. Some were never identified. Yeah. I presume that was because the uh, the bodies were they too decomposed or something. Yes, I would I would suppose so. Um yeah. mm. now, like I've already shown, mm -hmm. uh, but I'll show them again. I can get them up. Yep. I get that one. All right. Taking a little time here, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, let's see. Whoa. Mm. 
you can see the that severity. Must that must have been one hell of a smack. To the other. <clears throat> yeah, you can see the severity okay. of. Right. You only normally ever saw skulls like that from ancient battles. Battles. Yes. Yeah, you got from hundreds of years ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. I said, so, so some of these photos may be very yeah. one graphic. One, the one in the uh, sorority house. Yes, yeah. that is uh, yeah, that is yeah. supposed to be one of the ones that was in the sorority house. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. Now, this these photos are mm -hmm. on the web for anybody to look at. You know, um, yeah, mm. yeah. Bundy was a very sick man. Yeah. yeah. He was sick, but extremely manipulative. Very manipulative. I mean, yeah. when he yeah. got married. Yeah. He could charm, charm the hind legs off a donkey, as they say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when he got married. Uh, now, this mm -hmm. is, this is I don't know if it was dramatized yeah. or whatnot. But mm -hmm. by the Bundy story that I've watched and mm -hmm. it, it has um, Zac yeah. Efron yeah. playing Bundy. Oh, no, no, yeah. uh, and also it has um, mm -hmm. Metallica lead singer James Hetfield mm -hmm. as the sheriff. Mm -hmm. um, I think oh, it's yeah, still I vaguely remember him. I think it's mm -hmm. still available on Netflix. Mm -hmm. uh, it's actually very, very, very good. Um, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't have James Hetfield down as an actor. Uh, he does all right for 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 that little bit that he's on. Yeah, I mean, mm. he had to cut his hair short. Mm. No mustache, no yeah. goatee, no nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very odd to see James Hetfield dressed up as a policeman, mm. but that's yeah. just yeah. me. Mm -hmm. But it's it. it, it mm. The story goes is Bundy when he got married. Um. Uh, in the early days of that relationship when him and his yeah. girlfriend before they yeah. got married, he really liked, let's just say mm -hmm. doing it from behind. Um, mm -hmm. And I think it's that yeah. not knowing who it is yeah, method is. there yeah. uh, because he did that to a lot of these, these, yeah. these girls and these yeah. women. Yeah, there would have been a hell of a lot of <clears throat> scared people about some that sort. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, the evidence that's shown, mm -hmm. I don't think they ever showed the uh, pieces of logs, the mm -hmm. just that he used in yeah. the sorority houses. Yeah, he used not baseball bat. Well, he well not mm -hmm. not a baseball bat. Yeah, what well, I yeah, he yeah. used a big log Branch. stick. Yeah, branches. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That I mean, that's gonna have enough force there to crack yeah. the skull. Yeah, he could. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But there again, yeah, he was gaining access because he was stalking. Yeah, that's it. Uh, which I don't condone anybody stalking anybody. No. Uh, I think that's just retarded. Yeah. Uh, that's just me. But um, yeah. Bundy throughout his trial. Was yeah. very manipulative. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, but go on, bud. Yeah. Uh, right, where are we? 
see no, if I can yeah. fish any more yeah. photos. Yeah. Yeah. Bundy was arrested on August the 16th, 75, in Salt Lake City for failure to stop for a police officer. A search of his car revealed a ski mask, a crowbar, handcuffs, trash bags, an ice pick, and other items that were thought by the police to be burglary tools. He remained calm during questioning, explaining that he needed the mask for skiing and he'd found the handcuffs in the dumpster. Utah detective Jerry Thompson connected Bundy and his Volkswagen to the Durance kidnapping and the missing girls and searched his apartment. The search uncovered a brochure of Colorado ski resorts with a check mark on the wild the wild wooding where Karen Campbell had disappeared. And after searching his apartment uh, oh no, yeah. After searching his apartment, the police brought Bundy in for a lineup before the ranch and the bountiful witnesses. They ID'd him as Officer Rosalind or Rosland. Something like man, that. And as the man lurking about the night, Debbie Kent disappeared. Following a week-long trial, Bundy was convicted of the ranch's kidnapping on March the 1st, 76, and was sentenced to 15 years in Utah State Prison. The Colorado authorities were pursuing murder charges. However, and Bundy was extradited there to stand trial. On June the 7th, 77, in preparation for the hearing in the Karen Campbell murder trial, Bundy was taken to the Pitkin County Courthouse in Aspen. During a court recess, he was allowed to visit the courthouse's law library, where he jumped out of the building from a second-story window and escaped. Yep. But he sprained his right ankle during the jump. And in the minutes following the escape, Bundy at first ran and then strolled casually through the small town towards Aspen Mountain. Yeah, he made it all the way to the top of Aspen Mountain without being detected, where he rested for two days in an, in an abandoned hunting cabin. Yes. Well, afterwards, he lost his sense of direction and wandered around the mountain, missing two trails that led down off the mountain to his intended destination, the town of Crested Butt. <coughs> One point. <laughs> I finished but all beautiful. Butte. Mm. I think it's crested butte. Yeah, yeah. not crested butt. Mm. That could be. Um, I'm mm. not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything on crested yeah. butt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And at one point, he came face to face with a gun-toting citizen. It was one of the searchers scouring the mountain for Ted Bundy, who talks his way out of danger. And during the first half, seventy-seven, Bundy stole a car he found on the mountain. He drove back into Aspen and could have gotten away. But two police de deputies noticed the Cadillac with deemed headlights weaving in and out of its lane and pulled him over. They recognised him and took him back to jail. Bundy had been on the lam for six days. Hmm. Damn. Hmm. Yeah. Six days in the wind. Yeah. And he, um, yeah. from what I gathered mm -hmm. from a lot of it is that he came back i mean he was yeah he looked rough yeah yeah uh from being out six mm -hmm. days living yeah. off that land yeah yeah 
So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he was back in custard on. The Bundy works on another escape plan. <laughs> He's being held in the Glenwood Springs, Colorado jail, where he awaited trial. He had acquired a hacksaw blade of $500 in cash. He later claimed the blade came from another inmate. But over two weeks, he saw through the welt, fixing a small metal plate in the ceiling. And after dieting down a bit, he was able to fit through the hole and access the crawl space above. An informant in the prison, he told guards that he had heard Bundy moving around the ceiling during the nights before his escape, but the matter was not investigated. When Bundy's Aspen trial judge ruled on December the 23rd, 77, that the Karen Campbell murder trial would start on January the 9th, 78, and change the venue to Colorado Springs, he, Bundy realised that he had to make his escape before he was transferred out of the Glenwood Springs jail. And on the night of December the 30th, 77, Bundy dressed warmly, and packed box and foils under his blanket to make it look like he was sleeping. He wriggled through the hole and up into the cross space. He crawled over to a spot that directly above the jailer's linen closet. The jailer and his wife were out for the evening. He dropped down into the jailer's apartment and literally walked out the door. Bundy was through. He was on the on foot in the middle of a bitterly cold, snowy Colorado night. He stole a broken down MG, but it stalled in the mountains. And Bundy was stuck on the side of Interstate 17 in the middle of, middle of the night in a blizzard. But another driver gave him a ride into Vale. From there, he caught a bus to Denver and boarded the TWA, 8.55 a.m. flight to Chicago. Glenwood screamed jailbird, jail guards did not notice Bondi was gone until noon on December the 31st, 77, 17 hours after his escape, by which time Bondi was already in Chicago. Mm. Yeah. But it didn't occur to him to like <clears throat> look at a passport photograph or anything. Mm, I don't. That I don't think they really uh, did a lot of that back mm, then, um, yeah. unless mm. you were traveling once yeah. again out of the country. Mm. But yeah, going true. from, like, say, Chicago to wherever, yeah. they don't do that. I've got, I've got. And God knows he probably didn't have access because somebody yeah. would have known, hey, that's uh, Bundy yeah. there. He's trying to get a passport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lock his ass up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, now we move on to uh, Florida. Pardon me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On his arrival in Chicago, Bundy caught an Amtrak train to Ann Arbor, Michigan, where we got a room at the YMCA. And on January the 2nd, 78, he went to an Ann Arbor bar and watched the University of Washington Huskers, the team of the alma mater, who beat Michigan in the Rose Bowl. He later stole a car in Ann Arbor, which he abandoned in, in Atlanta, 
Georgia before boarding a bus for Tallahassee, Florida, yep. where he arrived on January the 8th, 70 hours. There he rented a room at a boarding house under the alias of Chris Hagen. Yep. He committed numerous petty crimes, including shoplifting, purse snatching, and also theft. He stole a student's ID card that belonged to a Kenneth Misner and sent away for copies of Misner's social security card and birth certificate. He grew a moustache and drew a fake mole on his right shake when he went out. But aside from that, he made no real attempt at the disguise. Yeah, he tried to find work at a construction site, but when the personnel officer asked Bondi for his driving license for ID, Bundy walked away. This was his only attempt at job hunting. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Seven days after he arrived in Tallahassee, in the early hours of Super Bowl Sunday on January the 5th, 1978, two and a half years of repressed homicidal violence erupted. Bundy entered the Florida State University, Shea Omega Suarez, at approximately 3am, where he killed two sleeping women, Lisa Levy and Margaret Bowman. He bludgeoned and strangled Levy and Bowman. He also sexually assaulted Levy. He bludgeoned two other Shea Omegas, Karen Chandler and Kathy Kleiner. The episode took no more than half an hour. And after leaving the Shea Omega house, he broke into another home a few blocks away clubbing and severely injuring Florida State University student <coughs> Cheryl Thomas. And on February the 1978, he traveled to Lake City, Florida, where he abducted, raped, murdered 12-year-old Kimberly Leach. Yep. Threw her body under a small pig shed. And on February the 1278, Bundy stole yet another Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah, he liked Volkswagen Beetles. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. 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 Shit, I got. Yeah. 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 February the 12th, as I said, he stole the Volkswagen. And he left Tallahassee for good. He headed west across the Florida Panhandle. February the 5th, 78, shortly after 1am, Bundy was stopped by Pensacola police officer David Lee. When the officer called him for a check of the license plate, the vehicle came up and stolen. Bundy then scuffled with the officer before he was finally subdued. And as Lee took the unknown suspect to jail, Bundy said, I wish you had killed me. That is fucking... He gave the police the name Ken Meisner. Meisner, Meisner yeah. Meisner, yeah. Yeah, and he presented stolen ID for Meisner. But the Florida Department of Law Enforcement made a positive fingerprint ID early the next day. He was immediately transported to Tallahassee and subsequently charged with the Tallahassee and Lake City murders. He was later taken to Miami to stand trial for the sheet. She Omega murders. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and a bite mark testimony at the She Omega trial. Bundy went to trial for the She Omega murders in June 79. 
with Dade County Circuit Court Judge Edward D. Cowart, or Cowart, presiding. Despite, us, <clears throat> despite having five court-appointed lawyers, he insisted on acting as his own attorney and even cross-examining witnesses, including the police officer who discovered Margaret Bowman's body. He was prosecuted by Assistant State Attorney Larry Simpson. Two pieces of evidence proved crucial. First, she Omega member, Nita Nero, getting back to the house very late after a date, saw Bundy as he left, and I did him in court. Mm-hmm. Second, during his frenzy, Bundy beat Lisa Levy on the left buttock, leaving obvious bite marks. Police took plaster casts of Bundy's tooth, and the forensic experts matched them to the photographs of Levy's wound. Bundy was convicted on all counts and sentenced to death. And after confirming the sentence, Cowart gave the verdict. It is ordered that you be put to death by a current of electricity. That current be passed through your body until you are dead. Take care of yourself, young man. I say that to you sincerely. Take care of yourself, please. It is not a tragedy for this court to say such total waste of humanity as I have experienced in this courtroom. You're a bright young man. You have made a good lawyer. And I would have loved to have you you practice in front of me. Mm -hmm. It's another way, partner. Take care of yourself. I don't feel any animosity towards you. I want you to know that. Once again, take care of yourself. Yeah, that was from a judge. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Newspaper article um, mm. yeah. showing. Now, this is where, you know, of course, the man was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This is the St. Pete Times mm-hmm. talking about the Omega House. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah going on and just if like anyone's getting it mixed up with St. Petersburg in Russia. Uh, no, wrong one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. This St. Petersburg is more beautiful. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, I've never been to Russia, but still. Um, yeah. Yeah. There is the yeah. photo after he was. Yeah. They're, yeah. you know, putting his body. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is where it gets a little mm-hmm. graphic because I have photos here mm-hmm. of Mr. Bundy. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. You can say, you can say, you can make hate where the pearl these melon. Yep. Mm. Mm. Uh, that that's for sure. Uh, yeah. These. These are graphic photos, so if you're yeah. a little wheezy, I apologize. Yeah, yeah that's it. Um, mm. But that was after he went through old Sparky. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Uh, moving on. <clears throat> yeah. Yep, go ahead. Yeah, yeah Bundy was tried <clears throat> for the Kimberly Lights murder in 1980. 
He was again convicted on all counts, principally due to fibres found in his van that matched Loach's clothing and an eyewitness that saw him leading Loach away from the school and sentenced to death. During the Kimberley Loach trial, <clears throat> Bundy married former co-worker Carol Ann Boone in the courtroom while questioning her on the stand. Ah, that was quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but following numerous conjugal visits between Bundy and his new wife, Boone gave birth to a daughter in October of 82. Yes. Yeah. However, in 86, Boone moved back to Washington and never returned to Florida again. The whereabouts and those of his daughter are presently unknown. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Yeah. And while awaiting execution in Stark Prison, Bundy was housed in the cell next to Ferial, fellow serial killer Otis Tall, the yes. murderer of Adam Walsh. FBI profiler Robert Ressler met with him there as part of his work interviewing the serial killers, but found Bundy uncooperative and manipulative, willing to speak only in the third person and only in hypothetical terms. And writing in 92, Ressler spoke of his impression of Bundy in comparison to his reviews of other killers. This guy was an animal. And it amazed me that the media seemed under, un, unable to understand that. Yeah, but however, during the same period, Bundy was often visited by special agent, special agent William Hagmeyer of the of the FBI Behavioral Sciences Unit. Yes. Yeah, and he would uh, come to confide in Hagmeyer, going as far as to call him his best friend. Eventually, he confessed to Agmai many details of the murders that had until then been unknown or unconfirmed. And in October '84, he can contact he contact contacted former King County homicide detective Bob Keppel and offered to assist in the ongoing search for the Green River Killer, while providing his own insights and analysis. Keppel and Green River Task Force detective Dave Rikers travelled to Florida's death row to interview Bundy. Both the detectives later stated that those interviews were of little actual help in the investigation. That provided far greater insight into Bundy's own mind, however, and were primarily pursued in the hope of learning the details of unsolved murders. Which mm -hmm. Bundy become suspected of committing. Bundy's mug shot in 1980, the day after he was sentenced to death for the murder of Kimberly e. Lodge, Bundy contacted Keppel again in 88. <clears throat> At that point, his appeals process was exhausted. Bundy had been had beaten previous death warrants for March. The 4th, 1986, July the 2nd, 1986, and November the 18th, 1986. With his execution imminence, he confessed to eight official unsolved murders in Washington State, for which he was the prime suspect. Yes. He told Keppel that there were actually five bodies left on Taylor Mountain, <clears throat> not four as they had originally thought. Yeah, Bundy told Keppel there were actually five bodies left, as I just said. Uh, 
And he confessed in detail to the murder of George Ann Hawkins, describing how he lured her to his car, clubbed her with a tyre iron that he'd stashed on the ground under the car, and drove away with her in the car with him and later raped and strangled her. After the interview, Keppel reported that he'd been shocked in speaking with Bundy and that he was the kind of man who was born to kill, Keppel stated. He described the Issaquah crime scene where Janice Ross, Denise Nasland, and George Ann Hawkins had been left. Yes. And it was almost like he was just there, like he was seeing everything. He was infatuated with the idea because he spent so much time there. He's just totally consumed with murder all the time. Bundy hoped that he could use the revelations and partial confessions to get another state of execution or, or possibly commute his sentence to life imprisonment. Yes. At one point, a legal advocate working for Bundy asked many of the victim, families of the victims to fax letters to Florida Governor Robert Martinez and ask for mercy for Bundy in order to find out where the remains of their loved ones were. All of the families refused. <clears throat> Keppel and others reported that Bundy gave scant details about his crimes during his confessions and promised to reveal more and have a body dump sites if he was given more time. The ploy failed and he was executed on schedule. The night before he was executed, he gave a TV interview to James Dobson head of the Evangelical Christian Organisation, Focus on the Family. During the interview, Bundy made repeat claims as to the pornographic records. He stated, while pornography did not cause him to commit murder, the consumption of violent pornography helped shape and mould his violence into behaviour too terrible to, to describe. He alleged and he felt that violence in the media, particularly sexualized violence, and sent boys down the road to being Ted Bundy's. In the same interview, Bundy stated, you're going to kill me, and that would protect society from me. Well, out there are many, many more people <clears throat> who are addicted to pornography, and you're doing nothing about it. But according to Hagmire, Bundy contemplated suicide in the days leading up to his execution, but eventually decided against this. At 7.06am local time on January the 24th, 89, Bundy was executed in the electric chair at Florida State Prison in Stark, Florida. His last words were, I'd like you to give my love to my family and friends. Then more than 2,000 volts were applied across his body for less than two minutes. He was pronounced dead at 7.16am. Several hundred people were gathering outside the prison and cheered when they saw the signal that Bundy had been declared dead. Yep. And, you know, <clears throat> there are photos of that. Um, yeah. People came in droves, just like they did with Gacy. Yeah. Um, yeah. They were just so happy to get him. Yeah, they do it, or yeah, but if they're hoping for clemency from state to state governor, that governor ain't gonna fucking do it anyway. Because it's uh, what is what's the word? 
political service so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean yeah, that not, ju- not many gave claiming so yeah. yeah it shows you that mm-hmm. being that manipulative yeah. um he, he manipulated everyone you know yeah he manipulated the, the court system court. Mm-hmm. the judge yeah. everybody he came yeah. into contact with yeah. um yeah. That's why it's, the judge said, same old lights are saying you're in this court, but not in that capacity. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that, I mean, that there again, yeah. it shows you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. So he went the other, right? He probably would have had his own lawyer confirm now, wouldn't he? Yep. Yeah. Bundy yeah. and Bundy. Yeah. I don't know. Bundy and son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah. Yeah. Well, it looks like we yeah. have gone yeah. our good hour length here. Yeah. Uh, for the people that did tune in and for the people that are going yeah. to tune in, mm-hmm. thank you so much. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Without y'all, mm-hmm. we'd be nothing. No. Um, but just just like everybody, they have mm-hmm. their likes and dislikes. Yeah. Um, that's we right. like talking about these killers. Yeah. We like hacking and slashing part horror movies, mm-hmm. which you don't want to miss the next mm-hmm. one that we do. That's the next hack and slash. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But Eddie, you got any closing words there, bud? Uh, not really. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, have a good day. Afternoon, evening, wherever you are. If not, Mike, hit the best you can. There you go. And always... You see you all on the flip side. Yeah, and always be responsible. Mm -hmm. Always, in these trying times, wear your mask. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And be nice. Be nice, be kind to one another. We'll see you all next time. Yeah. We're out. Yeah. Thanks, folks. Later.